The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Just another day before the toilet bowl between the Chicago Bears and the Denver Broncos. But the night before, last night, Chase Claypool, while in the interview, he said some things. Did he add fuel to the fire? We're going to talk about it and we get into the mailbag so we can hear the Chicago Bears fans. Y'all know we're going to talk about it, but you got to hear the music first. Yes, I'm bringing you are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Chicago Bears Central with the Cognac Boys. I'm Bobby. That's C-Dub. How you doing, my guy? I'm feeling great, man. What's up, man? Basement Bowl is on what the way. What it is. <laughs> if y'all like what y'all listening to hit the like button subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell so every time we drop you be one of the first ones to know before we get into mailbag we want to break down this chase claypool stuff now he was interviewed uh on friday and he had some telling which was yesterday he had some telling comments first question i'm gonna read it out c-dub they said do you feel like you've been put in the best position for you as a wide receiver to showcase the best of what you can do my man's paused for sec- seven seconds, that's Chase Claypool, and said, mm, no. <laughs> then they say, would you say it's not ideal? He went on to say, no, I wouldn't say that. I think every situation has the ability to be ideal, and I think we're just working towards that. I'm not going to say that. I wouldn't say it's not an ideal place for me. Obviously, there's other places you can say, oh, I want to be on the best offense with the highest passing yards, but that doesn't happen in football. You just have to make do with what you got. And they asked him another question. (laughs) What they asked him, nephew. What is the best place for them to put you in for you to succeed? My man's Chase Claypool. He said, you know, I'll let them decide that. I'm not going to give any point their job to decide. Now just tell me to do. See, duh. (laughs) Did Chase Claypool add fuel to the fire? That, uh, that Mar Chase just poured some gasoline, and then and then he just struck a match and just threw it all on the situation, bro. Let's just get it clear, bro. Lou Gessie is an amateur at best. He never, even as a quarterback coach, he quarterback coach Aaron Rodgers. So did he really, really help Aaron Rodgers with anything, or did Aaron Rodgers help? Ryan Poles made a mistake by getting this guy. We just got to call it what it is. He has no experience, and his play calling is abysmal. It's time to lose the dead weight. It's time. This right here, first and foremost, if you look at what's going on, the offensive players are not satisfied. You got DJ Moore. He didn't sit in front of cameras, but he was on the microphone. Hey, DJ Moore, they ain't using you right, bro. Hey, tell me about it, man. That's number one. Then a few days later, Justin Fields. I'm playing well, it could be coaches. Um, <laughs> when he did add on extra things, but the first thing he said was it could be coaching. Mm-hmm. Then you got Chase Claypool hit a shot with the mm, no. no. And to add on to it, my man said it's not my job to tell them. 
<laughs> they should know. <laughs> We're so not he, a team. <laughs> this right here, Ryan Poles, look, C-Dub has not deemed you a genius yet, and this is why. Simply because the coaches you have placed right in front of these players have not lived up expectations and they have not performed or put players in good positions to succeed. Period. That's a fact. It's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> it's just bad, bro. It's just bad. Like before we get into the mailbag, y'all, I just want y'all to look at look at how uh Joe Burrow and those guys, the coaching staff over there, had their best wide receiver inside, outside, moving around just about every plate. And then one more example before we go on. Look how Mike McDaniels in Miami is using his number one wide receiver, Tyreek Hill. This man is in motion or in some other place just about every play. Yes. You don't know what he's going to do. I'm yes. not saying DJ Moore is Tyreek Hill, but DJ Moore not no bum. Can we move no. him around, please? Can we play musical chairs for once, please? Please, 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 please. please. goodness, man. This is just a, ugh. This is, ugh. This make you not want to eat dinner. Like, ugh. <laughs> When you talk for about real. the bells, oh Jesus, it's just a nasty for taste real. in your mouth, bro. It's just ugh. But they hey, got a chance to fix it though. They do fire his ass <laughs> now. Facts. But it is what it is, man. Let us know down below if y'all believe Chase Claypool added fuel to the fire. Or is it just a writing on the wall that the offensive coordinator just ain't coordinating. And it he is what it is. <laughs> he ain't coordinating a thing. He just offensive as hell. That's all he is. Oh, no, real. <laughs> Facts. But let us know down below. Now we move on to the mailbag. Y'all know this is why we doing this on Saturday, to show love to y'all because y'all show a lot of love to us. We're going to get into these mailbags, break them all down, and get up out of here so we can see the Chicago Bears tomorrow against the Denver Broncos. This first voicemail is from Darius from Dallas. Hey, how's it going, man? Darius from Dallas here. Uh, I know I called in earlier uh, in the week, but I just thought about something, and I really want to run it by you to see what you feel about it. Uh, it's obvious this regime is this regime is gone. It, it, there's no there's no way they're surviving. Unless some miracle shit happens, they're gone. Justin will be gone. The whole coaching staff will be gone <clears throat> if Ryan Bowles has any sense and he cares about his job. So I'm thinking this, man. We're probably going to have two top five picks, all right? Now, there's a lot of good quarterbacks available, okay? But what if we can get a two-for-one? What if we can get a Shador Sanders and convince his dad to come on with him? Now, I know he said he's not going nowhere. He loves Colorado. But do you think Dion would pass up on an opportunity to coach his son at all three levels? Do you think he would pass up on that opportunity? Do you think he would say, no, that's good. I know I got, I know Chicago, I know y'all want me. And I know you got my son, you drafted him, but I'm going to stay here. And, I, I just don't think, I know he likes Colorado, but I think he loves his son more than he loves Colorado. And man, what if we can get a two for one and get Dion and Shador to come out here, man, change this culture. Uh, because we need, like, we need a culture change. We absolutely need a culture change. Uh, I'm sitting here looking at Facebook. And I see some, it must have been a TikTok or something. We're having water balloon fights in training camp this year, I guess. Uh, and I can't understand the life of me why that's going on if we ain't that fucking good. Uh, but anyway.
anyway. I don't want to go on a rant about how bad this team is. I just wanted to see what you thought about that, man. We, we can get a two-for-one against Shador Sanders and Dion, then turn around and draft uh, what's that kid from Florida State, Jared Verse, uh, which is the best pass rusher coming out of the draft so far, as, as it's projected. Uh, yeah, man, just let me know what you think about that, brother. That, that's really intriguing to me. And, hell, Shador has a bad offensive line in Colorado, and he's still putting up four or 500 yards a game, so. Uh, you know, he could probably adapt to that here as well. But, uh, yeah, man, I just want to see what you thought about that. Check us up. Bear down. All right. So, shout out to Darius from Dallas. Before I let C-Dub go, I'm going to just say this. I think that um, Dion, I'm going to take him for his word that he doesn't want to come to the NFL. Me, the way I'm looking at it, just from the outside looking in, my perspective is, hey, he's going to coach his son all the way up, make sure that he's prepared for the NFL. And then it's like when you let your daughter off, you know, you hand your daughter off at the wedding. You did that. That's you giving up your child and letting them go out into the world, onto a new family, onto new things, better things. I think that's how Deion Sanders is going to treat this. That's just an early prediction. I could be wrong, but I think he's going to help and continue to mold his son for one more year. Make sure he's prepared for the NFL grind and then just let him go and spread his wings and be a man's man on his own. That's what I think. C-Dub, how you feeling about it all? I, I I agree with you, nephew, but I think there is a slight chance. You know, he's coached his son all the way through his football right. career. That's fair. Yeah. So why wouldn't he just go ahead, put the icing on the cake, and uh, go ahead and coach him in the pros? That would be a great opportunity. He would have to think about that. I, I'll just say that's a fact. He'll think about it, bro, for sure. Uh, you know how much he loves his kids. Um, but that's a great idea, uh, Darius. I'm going to call you D-Thing because that was a great-ass uh, thought you had right there. Uh, Shadur on the Bears, he is. Got a bad offensive line in Colorado. You know what I'm saying? It's probably better than Oz, to tell you the truth. Uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. That's interesting. I might have to do some more thinking on that. That's great. That's a good. That was a great thought. point, and it definitely brought uh, some light back into uh the discussion on what we was expecting for this weekend's mailbag <laughs> yeah. but hey shout out to you Darius because you from Dallas you live in Dallas and you ain't a Cowboys fan so shout out to you yo guy. bro he get extra points for that bing 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 the oh, price bro, is I know, right <laughs> I know he got a headache listening to they ass all damn day oh my oh, god real but hey now we keep on moving along this next voicemail is from CJ how you doing, my brother Hayes? This is CJ Finesse from Shy. What's up, Bobby and C-Dub? I'm going to be honest with you, brother. Ever since from that Green Bay game we lost, I hung my jersey up. My, uh, my uh, jersey up. I put up my Bears cap, shirt, short, socks, shoes, everything, you name it. I put it up. I even told a wife. I said, when we go out of town, I'm not bringing a gear. I refuse to. Mm -hmm. I'm so disappointed and disgusted. Mm -hmm. Hey, heck, I lost 15 pounds at this, at this point. That's how bad it is. They can turn it around, but I have no faith. The same thing, same thing. You know, this is year after year after year, this mess is going on. I just hope Justin Fields is not broken. Mm. I really believe that they shattered this young man's talent. I understand he hangs on the ball too long at times, which that's his fault. But uh, this coaching staff, they got to go. I don't care who it is. They have to go. I see no recovery. I just hope that they come out just Denver and show some type of competitiveness, some type of competitiveness, competitiveness in them. And like Bobby said, to him, 
like they don't have no heart. So um, I don't know, man. I just hope everything um, pan out this Sunday. I'm, yes, I'm a diehard Bear fan, but I'm going to gear up. Until they win five games in a row, then I will bring it out. If not, they can forget about it. Bear down. All right. So y'all heard it from CJ. C-Dub, take it away. Bro, CJ. I'm following your lead. I'm taking it down. I ain't, I ain't doing it no more, bro. <laughs> you was absolute. You just had the right vibe how the Chicago Bears nation feel, bro. It's just disappointing, bro. Not even the fact that they losing. It's just like it's so disjointed. They don't even look like a professional football team, bro. It's just bad. And when you talk about Justin Fields, um, hope they ain't uh, killing the kid, per se. He looks so dejected in these post-game interviews, bro. The man, is he can't make eye contact out there with the reporters. He's looking down. Did they killing this kid that has so much confidence in Ohio State, bro? They just destroying him, not putting him in in a position to win, bro. It's it's just really sad what's going on. And it is a way to fix it. Fire the coaching staff. <laughs> Hold on, I can't get rid of all this shit. Put that shit out of here. <laughs> I ain't even mad at you. <laughs> CJ, I feel your pain, my guy. And the disappointment is definitely there. I understood, man. You had to take your pauses up in there. And I'm right with you. And I understand it all. Um, I think that just to provide some type of insight, um, Honestly, I don't even know where to go with the whole situation because you can we can expect one thing, but the organization can feel another way and say, screw all the fans, screw everything, and still run run these same coaches right back out here. You know what I'm saying? That is, but I think they should, I think they don't deserve at least right now through three games to be right back out here. You know what I'm saying? That's just how we looking at it. Now, if the Bears was one and two, and then those two losses, they were close, they were competitive, nobody yeah. is complaining. The point yeah. is that you're 0-3, and you've been whooped in whooped. all three games. Whooped yeah. in all three games. But I will say this to, before we move on. I think it could potentially be a Daniel Jones situation. What I mean by that is Daniel Jones had crappy coaches until he got uh, uh, Dabo over there. Brian Dabo, somebody that believed in him, somebody that was going to focus on his strengths, not his weaknesses, and not try to change him. And Daniel Jones last season led his team to the playoffs with a team that wasn't even that good. Mm -hmm. Justin Fields, if he gets the right coach, you know what I'm saying? He might be done with the city, but a coach might say, I'm going to give you one more shot at it. But the problem is with that, the draft, when Daniel Jones got Brian Dabo, like the draft that Justin Fields is about to walk into next season. Oh, my Ain't goodness. no K. Caleb Williams, that, that was last year's draft. No, nope. So that's the big decision we'll have to make. But Ryan Poe's in the front office. If you're going to go ahead and go draft another quarterback, you want that quarterback development with these guys? Hell to the no, no, no. Mm. <laughs> Caleb daddy said he ain't letting his son go to no bullshit. That's what his daddy said. So we might get an Eli thing. So don't even think about it. Oh, I ain't really? going to play in Chicago. What the Come on, this is sad, bro. This is sad. But we gonna keep moving on alone, man. This next voicemail right here is from J Rock. Yo, yo, yo! It's just J Rock calling again, man. I am so happy y'all did not put me on national TV talking about how Justin Fields was gonna have the best year ever. I called last week. Thank you. I'm calling this week not only to say I was wrong about that. I think I found a small solution. I, I heard some people talking about it, 
And and I think the true solution is Justin Fields just needs to pull a Jim McMahon and just start calling plays at the line of scrimmage. Stop giving a fuck what the OC is talking about. Obviously, he's not doing well. I honestly think this man is low-key going to sabotage the Bears the same way that Lovey Smith sabotaged the Houston Texans last year. I think, man, you are you hiring out these Packers OCs, man. I think this rivalry can go deeper for some of these dudes. No, I'm joking. But in all seriousness, man, I think the true issue is Justin Fields needs to start calling his own play, start thinking to himself, hey, these motherfuckers might not be here next year. I need to figure out how I'm going to be here next year because if he keeps listening to these fools, he's not going to be here next year. And he's going to end up, if Aaron Rodgers don't end up coming back, he's going to be somewhere on the Jets shining. And it's gonna, we're going to be looking stupid because another Chicago teammate from another Chicago team has left and, and, and completely shined on another team that fits their, you know, that fits their acumen better. He needs to do it. Because what this is starting to remind me of, this is a weird analogy, but hear me out. This is starting to remind me of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. You know what I mean? How Will Smith loves <laughs> Jada Pinkett, even though she puts him in so many weird compromising positions to make him look weak. It's the same thing with Justin Fields and his offensive head coach. It's like he loves the team, Justin, you can tell, but the offensive coach is continuously putting him in weak-looking positions, and it's causing oh, him to make great. mistakes the same way Will Smith made a mistake. He was laughing at Chris Rock joke at first and looked at Jaden and was like, I got to slap this dude, make a mistake. Same thing with Justin Fields. I see a person in the, that I can advance the ball to right up the field, but I'm thinking about what the OC was telling me, so I'm just going to check it down. No, you have to keep going. You have to do what's first on your mind. So I hope he listens and, and actually starts listening to himself and I want to see him do better. This next game is a game that we can really prove ourselves. So he needs to prove himself. You already know how it goes. Just J-Rod, Chicago up, bear down. Shout out to J-Rod. Hey, that was, first of all, that was a great analogy that you pulled up between Jada Pinkett and Will Smith. Honestly, I ain't know which way you was going to go. But you good. articulated that greatly. Shout yeah. out to you. Um, yes. When it comes to that, I think Justin Fields, he does need to solidify himself within you know, uh, you know, within the offense. But the only problem is when it comes to the calling his own plays, I don't see him doing that simply because he's already he already doesn't have a great track record. You already got the people bringing up his five and twenty three record now with thirteen straight losses with over twenty allowing over twenty five points per game. Not totally on him, but he's still a part of that. So that's going to be something that's already out there if he wants to go to another team. And then if you hear that, you see that record, see how bad he's playing, and then now he's not obeying quote-unquote, his offensive coordinator or his coaches that's in charge of him, that's another red flag for another team if he if he goes to another team and tries to receive an opportunity over there. But great hey, take, though. Hey, hey, once again, great take for my man, J-Rock. Um, I'm going to go a little different for my nephew, and I'm be really quick. Go fucking rogue. I don't care. They trying to ruin this young man. Yeah. <laughs> they trying to ruin him, bro. How he five and twenty three, bro. That's why he looked like that, bro. Like, I'm sick of losing it, and I don't see a win in sight. This man just he getting ready to play. The Denver Broncos gave up seventy points. The man in the post game looked like he going to play Thanos. A Thanos field <laughs> football team, bro. Like he got a chance, <laughs> bro. Go rogue, Justin. Just go rogue. I don't care until they fire them. Go rogue. I'm with you. I ain't mad at it. I'm not mad at it for sure. Thanks, uh, J Rock, and uh, great take. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling in. Hope to hear from you soon. Uh, next, 
We're going to move on to this voicemail from John. John yeah, John. it is. Bobby, C.W.A. It's your boy, John Johnson, South Carolina. Hey, I got a question to ask y'all real quick, man. How long do you think it's going to take for Ryan Poles to pull a string on this fucked up experiment called Eberfruits, whatever the fuck his goddamn name is? <laughs> what is it going to take for him to realize the shit ain't fucking working? I don't give a damn how long he got as our coach. It ain't working. It's not going to work. I don't know what made us hire him as far as being a defensive coach. He was with the Colts. Ain't like their defense blew us away. Like he was an outstanding coach. It had to be the people he knew. It had to be people he knew that got him that job. I just want to know from y'all guys, what honest expectation are y'all looking for for Ryan Poles to say enough is enough? You honestly think he's going to let us drag this out the whole season? I mean the whole season. The team ain't playing with the damn. It don't look like they want to play. Matter of fact, shit. I would be the same way. Again, you mean tell me I got to go back on this field again? For what? To lose? It's like losing is just a regular occurring thing that even Fruits ain't even worrying about. Because the dumb comments he made at press conferences, it makes no sense. He see good. What goddamn good you see? I don't see the shit. And I know y'all don't see it. I love my Bears, but this season right here, I, I just I just give up on it. I just give up on this season. I ain't give up on my team, but I give up on this season. Whatever happens, happens. Bear down. All the way down, too. Oh, man. Man. Man, See, Doug, take it away from John, man. Hey, John, John, um, uh, we feel your sentiment. We feel the same way that you feel. I, I assume that the whole Chicago Bears nation feel the same way. Um, th this got to come to an end fast. I don't care what you do. I'll just give you two of you like this. The Broncos got beat by 50 points. If we lose to the Broncos, if Ryan Poles has any sense whatsoever, he got to get rid of somebody, either Eva Flus or just Luke Getze. We just, it's, it's not working. I agree. It's just, I'm, I'm past, I'm past gas, bro. I, 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 I can't deal with the, I can't even call it mediocrity. What we seeing on the field. That's, that's like basement. That's why that's the basement bowl. That's like basement. Remember when you was a kid, you played football on, on your knee. Y'all, they ain't like us, nephew. We was on our knees playing tackle football as when we were shorties and stuff. But this is this is this is bad. What? Oh, I need when you a shorty, you seven years old, when you on the carpet, you got a sock, oh. you playing football. You don't know. You we grew up in the hood. I'm sorry, bro. That, that's past these shorties, yo. I'm like, what? We played in the empty fields. Them we did that had, too. I'm talking about them, ten o'clock at night, nephew. You know, them empty fields had two eleven bottles, King Glass. Cobra <laughs> bottles, Coke forty five cans. <laughs> Cans, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was gonna say something, but that would have got us kicked off. Yeah, but it is we, what we, it yeah, is. You know what it was about to say. <laughs> but uh, John, I'm. I think I'm gonna go with what C Dub saying. Um, to me, the writing, the for me, if, if I'm the GM and I'm looking at the current temperature of my team, I see that it's not right. Um, I said it last week on the mailbag that when you have players who have won games in this league with other teams for consecutive seasons, like a Tremaine Edmonds, um, like a TJ Edwards, like a DeMarcus Walker in Tennessee, like Yannick Ngakwe, 
and then you go to DJ Moore, who had success, even if he wasn't winning that many games, but still was in some games last season with the Carolina Panthers. Bro, it doesn't take long for those type of players to realize that the coaching staff is trash. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't take long. So if I'm Ryan Pose, I'm already looking for my next coach. Yep. Whether that's be for the rest of the season. Like, I'm with C-Dub. If you lose on Sunday and then turn around and lose on Thursday and be 0-5, I don't care. Put Hightower, the special team coach, is in at the interim. I don't yes. care. I don't care. Matt, you're gone. Luke, you're gone. Yep. And I'll leave it at that, bro. It, it just got to be, bro. He, uh, Ryan Poe's job will be on the line if he continue to let them play and they lose to the Broncos and then go lose to the Washington Commanders. And the Washington Commanders, okay. You know what I'm saying? They ain't scrubs like Denver. But come on, bro. You can't lose to Denver, bro. You can't. Facts. And that is what it is, man. We moving on to the last voicemail of the day. This last one is from Mike from Miami. M-I-A, Miami. Yes, sir. Yo, what up? It's Mike in Miami. Um... Just wanted to say, man, I, like a lot of other Bears fans, longtime Bears fans, probably, you know, hit the internet, just like all of y'all, searching up the experts, all 22, seeing their breakdown of what's wrong with the Justin Fields and the Bears. And you know what I got to say? These white boys all have the same undertones and conclusion of they're disappointed. It's not like the Zach Wilson situation. It's like, they really want to see Justin do well. So I know that they know that this man has talent and that this man can be a premier NFL quarterback. And they all have also said the same thing of they don't understand our scheme and what are we doing in certain situations and also, um, you know, about the receivers and not running the routes right, breaking routes off and just people being running the wrong routes cluttered in the same areas. just an overall poor performance, ain't necessarily just Justin. So, so I started to think, okay, so what what the fuck was Lupe thinking then? And then I started to realize, you know what? Lupe did what every one of us would have done as an offense coordinator. Looked at all the moves Ryan Foles made, looked at all his new weapons and new toys and all the new candy in the candy store that he got and said, okay, we about to go nuts this year and I'm about to scheme up this and scheme up that and we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and have all these plays that if you look at the league, like no one else is running this shit. Like, bro, what are you doing? Like, chill. Build on what we did with Justin last year, man. Like, with no offense, right? We had no offense last year, but we had an offense last year through Justin. So whatever we did last year, let's go back to the core of that. And then, yes, we have some weapons that are just going to make these those basic rudimentary plays that everybody's seen and understood and could deal with, they're just going to make them even more dynamic explosive because of that, the skill at that position that we didn't have last year. Their injuries and just do sucking, right? And then the last point is, man, we still suck in the trenches, and I know Luke Epstein was also banking on that, the trenches being a lot better. And we're still terrible there for many different reasons on both sides of the ball. And until that's addressed, we're not going to win many ball games. Shy up, fair enough. All right, that's Miami real quick and I ain't really got much else to say because I just keep talking about the Bears and I just keep getting lower and lower <laughs> with energy mm -hmm. because that's yeah. what they've been doing draining all our only thing I'm gonna say is is uh Mike you write about the offense 
why the you know what I'm saying schematically it just doesn't make sense. The the thing that stands out the most to me is when NFL former NFL quarterbacks come out and talk about this scheme and they say I wouldn't even succeed in this. How do you succeed in this when you see X, Y, and Z being displayed on there? And those quarterbacks I'm talking about, Kurt Warner, pretty damn good. Dan Orlovsky, probably not that good, but his mind is damn good when he yes, talk about football. Tim Jenkins, you know what I'm saying? He breaks down Ace all Daniel. 22 in a great way. So yeah. those quarterbacks, they're coming on and they're saying, hey, I don't know. I, I don't understand what is going on schematically. And Tim Jenkins pointed out several times that Luke Getze on several occasions has called the same concept or plays multiple times within the game. And he's seen the first time he ran it, it didn't work. And nobody's fooled. Yeah, I'm going to just leave it at that because I'm going to go on and we'll be here for another 40 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. I love I loved that perception he got, though, uh, um, of uh, Lou Getze moving too fast. Slow down, Jim Shue. You trying to run some uh, some old school Kurt, Rant, Kurt uh, Warner. <laughs> what you laughing about? My man so said slow down, Jim Shue. <laughs> He's trying to run that old school Kurt Warner, Isaac Bruce, and Tory Holt. Slow down, build off what we did last year. We don't see slants. We don't see uh speed outs across the field. Why we got to do all these complicated? He doing double hitch routes 15 yards up the field. Double hitch routes on each side of the field. Ain't nobody getting open. Bro, you are right on point. I think the answer is just, I think the whole theme of this mailbag, these coaches are ass and they got to go. <laughs> they got to go, Joe. They got to go, gang. For real. But that's it from us today, man. Ain't nothing left to be said. Before you go, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. And if you want to be on a mailbag episode like this one, they air Friday and Saturday. And that number to call in and leave your voicemail is 773 Nine three three six. Another episode of Chicago Bears Central. I'm Bobby. That's C Dub. We're gonna catch y'all on the next one for sure. Cause we depressed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>